0: That, my problem with, honestly, with most of the Jordan shoes, other than the ones, is I found them way too heavy.
1: He doesn't live now, so yeah. <laughs> he can cheat as much as he wants. <laughs> it doesn't matter, he's still getting a bag. Who, who gets an ace and doesn't win? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael Block. <Yeah. laughs> Very true.
0: So what's popping, Josh? What are we talking about today?
2: Um, there's a few things on the docket. Uh, why don't we start off with uh, the Genesis Invitational.
1: I didn't watch it, to be honest. <laughs> I,
0: I'm not going to lie. I stopped after Tiger pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did.
2: Um, crazy finish. Yeah, Hideki won. Hideki won. Mm-hmm. Um, he came through, like, big time, though, man. Like, he had a few clutch iron shots at the end mm-hmm. um, that just sealed the deal.
1: Yeah. Who, who was up there with him?
2: It was Zala Torres. Uh It was Cantley. Um Scheffler was kind of there in the beginning, but then like tailed off in the end. But um, my money was on his Al-Torres. Like he had an ace throughout the, the, the tournament. I'm like, oh, really? Who, who gets an ace and doesn't win? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael Block. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. It does help the scorecard though. Yeah. It was up there. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Hideki's round was like he had a, a minus nine throughout the day. No bogeys, all like birdies. Oh, sick.
1: In the last stage, on a minus nine. Yeah. That's
0: insane. Yeah. And he ended up winning. So, well, we do this... a little bit more track man work uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to get up to there.
1: That's like a scramble, house <laughs> playing <possibly> Unreal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Legit. Yeah. Honestly. Um, yeah. Did you guys see the, the Jordan Speed thing? Because he's somebody I had, I may or may not have had a couple bucks going into the tournament on him. Right. Yeah. Along with Scheffler, along with Tiger at. 50,000 to one <laughs> <laughs> so, something stupid uh, yeah speed he puts a wrong score down I didn't actually see what happened yeah do you do you catch that I didn't like
2: witness it Yeah, um, I've just been hearing things online yeah uh, but he got yeah
0: he got DQ'd for putting a birdie instead of a par I think
1: I think it was a par instead of a bogey
0: oh okay, okay yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You, you know when you hit a birdie
0: yeah
1: yeah
2: that's weird. Like he, but I don't know, the, like the rules. Like well, I don't. Like,
1: obviously can't do that. But I think he caught it. Mm-hmm. Um and but but they still disqualified. It was him. Too late. Yeah.
2: Like he left the scoring area and then came back. Yeah. Like that's what I was hearing. Like there was a sh- like an interview with Xander and yeah. he's like, yeah, like Jordan wasn't feeling really well, so he did his score and then he ran to the bathroom and then when he came back, it was
0: wrong and yeah, it was weird. I don't. My thing is, like, that's pretty your job, right? Like, yeah. And when you finish a hole, you go put your score down. You, you have
1: to. You I like, mean, lot, lots of money's on the line. This, yeah, and exactly. One stroke can change everything.
0: Yeah. And I, I get it from the PGA side. Upholding that integrity around scoring is pretty important. Yeah. Um, it sucks, obviously, for the player. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're two rounds in. You, <laughs> you're working your butt off to try and get in there and, and perform and... A simple error like that, but yeah, it seemed it, like an honest
1: error. It didn't seem, like yeah, it was intentional.
0: Yeah, what's the other guy's name? Justin Reed or Justin uh, something uh, in the tournament, or Patrick Reed? Patrick, Patrick Reed. One, oh, Patrick Reed. Used oh
1: yeah, <laughs> he's in live now, so yeah, like, oh yeah, he can cheat as much as he wants. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's still getting a bag. Yeah, yeah.
2: honestly,
0: um, what else happened? Well, Waste Management was the week before, so yeah. we've had a couple of weeks of good, the fun golf tournaments. Because yeah. I think Genesis isn't that fun tournament as well, the Invitational only. Yeah, yeah. Obviously Tiger being there was a big draw, but for sure. Cool. Waste Management, I know it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, you guys actually had a chance to go check out the Pro-Am on the Wednesday and go see TPC ahead of time. Yeah. I wasn't there for that can you tell us and me and the community like what was that vibe like on the Wednesday heading into the tournament and did it feel like everything we saw kind of online and on social kind of after
1: (laughs) yeah I mean I feel like it was a tease to be honest um it was still busy uh the course looks unreal and I love when you walk in you kind of get directed in multiple directions. Like you can go to practice area. There's a couple of holes that you can go to all from the entrance. cool! Nope. So it's not really like, uh, it doesn't funnel you through one way. Um, but we, we went on the program. It wasn't even nice weather-wise.
2: It was terrible. It was cold. We got
1: rained on like
2: crazy. Mm. Rain, hail, wind. Yeah, like all of the above, man.
1: Uh, So, and no no one had umbrellas. Like no one, they were prepared for it. Yeah, Yeah. no one was prepared. We weren't prepared, obviously. And it got canceled. And then, yeah, it got canceled. The greens were flooded, so I wasn't surprised. And it was a pro am, right? Uh, but we did catch some of the players practicing, which was kind of cool. Yeah.
0: And then did we... You guys, did you guys get to check out the grandstands at 16?
1: Yeah, we went to the grandstands. They had, like, a celebrity shootout.
0: Yeah, oh, cool. Well, which... I
1: only knew, like, two celebrities. <laughs> celebrities? <laughs> yeah, a lot of them were, I don't know, like, local radio hosts or yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
1: the owner of Whoop and stuff like that. So, right, I mean... It was a fun atmosphere, but at the same time it was just we were just watching people like Miss the Green Miss the Green. <laughs> <laughs> and when they when they do it the green it's like, oh, okay, cool, nice shot. But like yeah. that's it. Right. You know, there was nothing to it.
2: I but... know. I mean, yeah, like it was uh honestly it was so electric, man. It was so cool. Like we got there pretty early. We're talking about like the sixteenth hole. Yeah. Uh we got there early, so we kinda got like pretty good seats. Yeah. Um, when you enter, they give you uh, plastic cups because they know like people are throwing it on the field right, right. instead of like all these cans. Yeah. That I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you know, I can only imagine, you know, a Saturday, yeah. Friday or Saturday, like how much that changes. Like you guys saw online, like people were rushing through.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like a stampede. Well, I guess that's my follow up question is like, did you guys think that this year, like I thought some of what I saw last year, I would put in the fun category. And almost like a really cool, different, unique environment for the golfers. This one seemed like it might have gone a little overboard. As with anything, like once you have excess, like people will put it. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys think? Because to me, like the novelty of like the streakers, which Frank weren't even real streakers. Like, if yeah, you're gonna yeah. be a real streaker, you, you got to show something that wouldn't typically be seen on a beach day. You know what I mean? Like totally. Yeah. But it went it went to another level. What did you guys think? Like, did you do you like that? kind of like for a one-off tournament every year or do you think you, like to me it almost went too far it Took away from the golf itself a right bit. it was a madhouse like it yeah.
2: yeah you know it seemed like people were just out of control but i i i don't mind that you know i feel like waste management is that you know they kind of like you have these like golf tournaments throughout the year and it's kind of very rare yeah to get that experience right you know, and i feel like that's the attraction of why people go there yeah um
1: I feel like there needs to be a little bit of control in the yeah. environment. I mean, you have guys that are just hammered, um, <laughs> fights broke out, things like right. that can get out of hand and maybe uncomfortable for other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous at that point, really. Yeah. Um, you get ugly.
1: Yeah. But I mean, but then at the, the flip side, I mean, yeah, it's a whole different energy. Yeah. You know, you go there, but everyone's having fun Um I think even the Canadian Open, and kind I of had a little bit of that, right? Especially at St. George, right? Yeah, you yeah. had sort of their part three where people were cheering and banging on the, the
0: hockey rink, uh, Hockey rink. yeah, cool. that was cool, yeah.
1: And I think that's what golf needs, um, at least having that as an option. And that's why a lot of people look forward to this tournament, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a couple, yeah, this is leading to some couple <laughs> good, good conversation points, but like. Do you think part of what PGA is trying to do with stuff like the RBC Open having a little bit more of that animation and a little bit more of that in-game experience for the crowd, do you think that's uh, a side effect of the whole live thing that PJ is trying to find more of these tournaments to stand out and have what I would consider like standout moments or or do you think this is just something that's organically coming into the game?
1: I I mean I would say like the waste management has always kind of had that. Yeah. Uh, type of energy, even before Liv even started.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Um, but but I feel like they're embracing it to a certain extent. I heard, actually, that they want to tighten things up for waste management the following year because it got really out of hand this year. Right, bit. gosh. But, again, it's about finding that balance, but I, I think uh, it's good for the game and brings a lot of fans that are not diehard golfers to to be yeah. excited for these types of events. Totally. I personally would rather watch the Waste Management and the RBC open uh, as opposed to some of the other tournaments, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So, I don't know. It's interesting, man. Like, I, I believe, yeah, the PGA is almost like they're under the gun. Right. You know, with Liv sort of, like, doing what they're doing. You know, they're, one, they're poaching these players. And what, like, obviously the money's a big thing, but... Um, they're incorporating a lot of different games too, aren't they? Like, I mean, the one like the atmosphere is so much different than you know a PGA event, um, other than like the waste management. Yeah. But like, yeah, I feel like the PGA is really feeling the pressure of live, especially you know that move after ROM, and then now they're incorporating different games. There's like a two v two tournament going on with live yeah like that's crazy and i feel like the pga is missing out on these opportunities to grow the game yeah. you know to put it in a better place like what do you think
0: yeah i i, I think it's like a direct counterbalance to what Liv's doing yeah I, like i think there's a direct correlation and then to jay's point i think there's like an indirect as well where like the game is we see it all the time right and we talk about the game's getting younger and so now you've just seen those audiences actually come out to these events yeah. and realize they bring a different energy and a different vibe. Um, you also, you got to keep in mind probably for a lot of like waste management uh, attendees, um, as well as some of these like, uh, like an RBC Open. There's a lot of first time visitors to a golf tournament. Totally. right? So people that aren't necessarily accustomed to like the traditions of, of going to these things. Right. And like some of the protocols that are like that the etiquette that goes with it. Yeah. yeah. And so I think like, yeah, Jade made a good point. Like that new wave of, of uh, guests and people coming to like the viewers, the spectators are what's going to continue to make this game. And so it's like, can you embrace some of the fun without. I think he's, like, just not losing the full integrity of the game. Totally. Like, live in certain elements has lost, I think, a little bit. And what's, like, how? Like, in what way? To me, it was always, like, the three-round thing, like, the 54 holes. I see. Right, like, that's the starting point. Like, imagine not having a Sunday Red because there's no Sunday to play. Yeah. Right? Like, that, that level of thinking to it, like, that, right. that fourth day is almost, like, <laughs> those are the ones that really test your will. Yeah. Um, And so I think right away for me, that was, like, a big, big adjustment. But I do like the way they're embracing some of the more competitive, gamified types of golf. Yeah. Uh, because it's things that the average weekend golfer can really kind of associate with. Get down with. Yeah. But it got me thinking, because I'm a big fan of all the TPC courses. When you guys went there, did it, like, is it... The fact that it is waste management there, where they treat it like a bit of a party, our party course, did it take away from the fact that, you, like, would you guys want to play there as... As a, like, as a play uh, as just a golfer. hell yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I, I mean am, yeah. the course looked unreal it did uh, we didn't get to see all, all the course obviously no but um, yeah I mean I, again the layout was nice because like when I went to the US Open for example it it was so tight to get to other holes uh, there's there's roadblocks you had to wait you had to cross the fairway just to uh, Get to another hole, so the 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 layout I think makes a big difference. But the one uh TBC Scottsdale just it felt like so spread out, and you can and and just ways to get to the 16th hole easily. Yeah, ways to get to the first hole, ways to get to the ninth hole. Organized. Um. So I, I I love that, and I think the venue makes a big big difference on that.
2: Yeah, it's so funny. Like, uh, it was toward the end of the day. Um. And like I want, like we ended up at the first hole. Yeah. And like you know, normally it's all gated, right? But then it was gated. When I asked, the guy. I was like, "Oh, can I take a picture?" And I was standing on the first hole at the tips, like where they tee off. And I'm like, "Yeah, we can play here. Yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> we <can do> well." <laughs> but it was just cool. Like I felt like, all right, you know, can I actually let me, let me, let me swing here?
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say the grandstand, like the 16th hole, felt like a stadium yeah like it was really right. it's such a cool vibe
0: yeah it was that you don't see
1: at every tournament
0: yeah right. are you high up yeah like pretty high up yeah, yeah you're
1: high up uh it surrounds the entire hole oh sick you see people across you know cheering <laughs> you feel like you're in a stadium
2: right uh, legit and man. it feels big yeah. it, it's all it almost felt like you know a small condensed like baseball yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right exactly. like there's shit going
0: on but there's also people just having a good time like to me that's so cool like yeah. that's, that's the stuff you miss right you don't get that at every tournament I, again rbc open i think is a, that's one that i've been to recently where yeah. i feel like they they had a little grandson at one of the par threes but yeah. it pales in comparison yeah and so do you guys see this coming into more tournaments like having that type of environment i think so yeah, yeah.
2: more user like for sure. I think so. It'd be silly not to. You yeah, know? yeah. Like it just
1: because uh how the tournaments I mean it's so hard to watch all, all the, the golf. Yeah. Right? yeah. So you wanna be in in a fun environment. It's like going to like an F one event, which I haven't gone to, but obviously you can't watch the entire uh race, but just the energy, the people cheering, right um being in the sun yeah you know that all impacts the experience and and i just that's one thing I didn't love about the u s Open which was in uh boston was there there were there weren't really places to sit they had like little stands that again it was just so small that it felt like you're just like at a like a like a small baseball game or something right you know it didn't yeah. feel like you're at a major sporting event yeah so i I think having that at, you know at every tournament. Could
2: could really yeah. help, yeah. Help it. Okay, yeah. So back to I guess uh, even the Sunday Red, right? That was just released. Yeah. Uh, would love, you know. What do you guys think? Uh, you know. Yeah. Tell me what you think.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: big smile. Big smile. So I I actually didn't hate it as much as I think some of the Gen Gen hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think that logo would grow on me over time, like. There's 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 a brand in tennis called or something like that with yeah. a similar type of character. Like I feel like I've seen that logo a few times in different iterations. Yeah.
2: It'll improve as
0: it goes. Yeah. Overall, I was a little underwhelmed with the actual designs of everything. I thought uh, I thought, TaylorMage should make a better effort to take higher level uh, product shots right from the get go because some of the details that I'm seeing after the fact or the things that I was missing at the press jacket where like some of these pieces have like really cool details out of trims, on of labels. Yeah. Uh, right, our guy over at Land uh, Colin keeps pointing out like the red line. I love that little touch on all the clothing. Same. My problem was like, because speed was obviously a factor, you can see down to the threads and, and Jay and I have done a lot of product sourcing <clears throat> all, over the last year or so. Yeah. And so we've seen a lot of samples. Like You could see down to the way the thread was put in there, that this was a rush job. Uh it wasn't finesse, like really. Eh. This is tire. Right? This is a yeah. legacy brand you're trying to establish. Totally. Uh I don't think you brush it necessarily, but I get it. You know, Genesis was around the corner. They wanted him to be in that apparel for the weekend. I, uh, I think the only thing that I would actually buy in that whole thing was the that uh the kind of looked like this color, like really? oh a Cashmere uh sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that he was rocking at the uh interview. Yeah. Other than that, was it blown away? No. no. But the shoes, that's a little jakey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what would you think of the logo? Like, uh, what would you think of the logo?
1: I mean, yeah, we talked about the logo before. We did. It, I think it will grow on me, but um, when it comes to, to the line of clothing that was released, I didn't really see a hero product. It just seemed like he they slapped the logo on a bunch of merchandise, yeah and yeah like it felt like more like a merch line than a than a brand interesting, um, and when I look back at like for example, Jordan, like his first pair of shoes was the hero product, and then everything came in after, yeah, the footwear didn't resonate at all, if anything the the one that we saw at at the reveal, it, it looked like a orthotic shoe. That's like a, what a lot of people said, and I think that was a missed opportunity. I would have liked to see some more pa- patterns involved, as opposed to just throwing the logo, right? Uh, you know, with like tiger stripes. You know, yeah,
2: like the- That was probably the first thing that like came to mind, or my first impression was like the print on some of the shirts. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You like you like some yeah, of yeah, the- like the stripes, yeah.
1: Like the, the standard fit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like that they incorporated that because I was kind of paying homage to what he wore back in the day. Yeah. But, again, it's kind of, it's an outdated design. Yeah. Um, Again, going back to, like, Jordan, he has the elephant print, which is now iconic, right? I'd like to see Tiger have his own print that's, that really stands out. And yeah. it's not necessarily have to be just a basic Tiger stripe. But something unique about it i think there's a lot of ways to kind of incorporate that but yeah it was, it was underwhelming but at the same time i wasn't surprised like i you know i was surprised to see that i mean when you look at tiger he's not really a style icon in any way i know uh so yeah it, it is what it is i think over time we'll see new stuff that might be more exciting but i think just with the timeline of things it, it did feel like a, ru- a rush job
2: i think you know expectations were high, you know, like we're waiting on this, this logo, we're waiting for tiger and like, yeah, I didn't really love it either, you know? Um, but I don't know. Like, you know, when a company just nails something and you're just like, yeah, like that works. Like to me, that didn't give that feeling, you know? Yeah. Just like, ah, there's something off, you know? Like, what is it? I can't
1: just, just see the point. font. Just a small details. Like yeah. The font is like an aerial font or something. Yeah. You know, they could have came out with their own unique font around that. Yeah. Um, Just, like, piggyback off of a lot of these golf courses that just have these, like, really unique, well-thought-out logos.
2: Are there any, like, on the topic of logos, like, is there any that stand out to you, like, that are really good? Like, timeless. Timeless logos. Like, Apple, for example. It's a genius. You know what I mean? Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Like, uh... but like, well, I wouldn't wear an Apple sweater <laughs> No. Well, it's funny. Like people wear like Kirkland shirts. You know what I mean? Like that's. A, I think that's it's smart. You know, you're extending the brand. Very small audience. <laughs> Costco, they come in bulk, baby. It's a bulk, <laughs> bulk audience. Taylor Made, for example, their logo. If you were to just grab anyone off the street to to like observe the logo, they're not going to even think that it's affiliated with golf. You know what I mean? Like. Titleist, for example, like people aren't gonna know. If you're not a golfer, you're not gonna know that's affiliated with golf. Yeah. I think that's what a good logo and brand does. It's very timeless. You know, people they see it and they're like, Oh, like that could work for almost anything. But now that I know it incorporated golf, like it's sick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, to me it's a balance of both. Like you could have the best logo in the world. Yeah. But if if the company and the brand doesn't back it up, then it's worth it's worth nothing. Right. Right. Like if Nike made shitty shoes, would you really want to rock the check, you know what I mean? Like in general, totally. And I think that that kind of goes with everything. Like, and this is where I, I give Taylor made Sunday, Red. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that that logo over time is going to age much better because it's Tailor made. And because it's tiger, as opposed to it being a dope logo, because that's where I start thinking about like the Lacoste of the world, or like true even the Puma logo. If you think about the Puma logo, it's a silhouette of a Puma that <laughs> in today's day and age would be considered clip art. Yeah, right. Like yeah, it would yeah. be that. So to me, it's like can the brand uh, evolve and kind of like take on that logo and make it a thing? I see. Um, and yeah, when I think of Sunday Red, I'm like, I'm I'm gonna buy something because I love Tiger. Thai- yeah. Right? But I'm a Tiger fanatic. I would consider myself that, especially as far as golfers go. He's easily my favorite golfer. Yeah. I'll probably buy something from the collection. Yeah. But I don't, when I think about that logo and that branding and what we saw as the initial offering, I don't think that's going to resonate with a bunch of golfers <laughs> out there. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I guess your original question, Timeless logos, like, I love Titleist. Yeah. yeah. I, Jane, I've done, actually, quite a bit of, like, look into logos and as we develop new brands, we've we done about a lot of these things yeah yeah, yeah. and i think some of those ones that um just age really well right like Tylus is a really basic font. it yeah it's slightly dated but they almost play into that right like they've actually since recreated the logo yeah in a bit more of a traditional font just cleaned up the aesthetic of it and it's held the test of time yeah yeah
1: yeah i mean i i'm a big fan of um golf course logos just because they add so many elements to it that you get, you already get the the vibe of the of the course, right? Interesting. Uh, especially the font. Like Cabot, for example, just the font alone. Cabot. Shout um, out to Cabot. <laughs> uh, just, like, can stand on its own, right? And can be used in many different ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Sunday Red, the name even doesn't quite, I don't know, excite me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you know, obviously, it's probably been trademarked, but, like, it would have been cool if it just said woods or something, you know, so, something very simple um, that doesn't rely on on the color red even too. Now, now, like, you know, how do you put Sunday red on a on a blue shirt, right? Without having elements of red on it, you know, there there there's gonna always be an element of red.
0: You know, as you said that, yeah, it gets me thinking though. I bet you any money, somebody in that boardroom looked at a brand like off white and was like, "This is what we want to do." And I really think about that because, like the the red line, for example, yeah, reminds you right away of like the you know the uh, the, the orange the orange uh, uh, strap strap, right? Oh uh, like, yeah, yeah. It yeah, yeah. gets me thinking about those kind of concepts. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Like that. Like you could tell, you could tell. Like, you can you kind of alluded to it. Tiger's not fashion first. Yeah, right. He made things cool because he's such he's tight, yeah. such an innovative golfer. Right? So yeah, at a lot of like. He had a lot of youth and a lot of like, no pun intended, a lot of color to the game, both like his energy, his body, he, the way he approached the game, everything, yeah, right. Yeah. And he was a person of color that, like, quite literally, like I think helped bring Nike fully into the game, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, he has to that freaking caliber, and that power, and that influence. If Sunday Red's the best we have to offer, I feel like that's we've missed opportunity like, to me that's what this all boils down to is like yeah it's gonna be this fucking amazing and it's okay <laughs> yeah it's cool his legacy no i don't think it's quite that bad. okay
1: no not at all <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no Tiger, tiger's the go yeah. and uh, obviously things evolve over time <laughs> like you don't get it right out the gate yeah i think or it, like we have to give it some time it's still early do we want to rate it <laughs> oh
0: that's
1: yeah it's a hot take
0: it's easy for me that's like a solid 3.7 yeah. like I, I i'm gonna be pretty like this is a tiger yeah it, it, that's a 3.7 if didn't quite cut it
1: yeah i mean that's the thing with it being tiger's brand i had high higher expectations for sure, for sure. so i'd give it like a 1.6 mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'll go in the middle. I'll go 2.4. Like, yeah, I think it's... Mine ended up being the highest. Safe to <laughs> so say yeah. it's... Because
1: I'll be honest, yeah. uh, there's nothing in that collection that I'd go out of my way to get. Like I have to have I have to have it. To have yeah, it. Yeah.
2: You know? The only thing like reeling me in is that it's Tiger.
0: Uh-huh, right? Yeah. yeah, not the aesthetic of the... The shoes felt like such a amusement street. Like that... His first shoe drop in so long, you could have made that thing amazing. You get a found of uh, like, go find a partner to work with to develop that athlete. Yeah, that just looked like half baked idea that they put together. Yeah, and then just slap the tiger logo again at the back. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. I saw,
2: yeah. I saw uh, like a meme. It was like uh, Matsuyama winning, and it was like, oh, when is he gonna come out with Sunday Yellow? <laughs> 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 uh,
1: That's good. That'd be good. Yeah. His first sponsored athlete. <laughs> 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 so cool! Oh That's good.
0: Okay, well, okay. So, TaylorMade drops on red, right? With that, with that, which we collectively have just ranked as a bit of a miss. Yeah, they've they've had some really good feedback on the new driver and a few of the new clubs that are coming out. And I know you guys have had a chance to try out the QI10. Mm-hmm. And well, funny enough, at the Cobra event, I couldn't try a lefty Dark Speed, but I know you guys tried the Dark Speed. Any upcoming drops that you guys are excited about?
2: Well, first and foremost, yeah, the QI 10. Um, I have the Max with like a 50 gram stiff shaft. I don't really like it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, uh, it's
1: light. So, okay. Is it the shaft or the head?
2: I think, yeah, to give some context, like I'm using a Rogue right now, an LS, uh, a 65 stiff, extra stiff shaft, mm. and it feels like completely different. Um, yeah the weight of it you know it just feels a little more sturdy can you just swap the shaft out i think you can but i don't think i could swap it out with my career shaft which is weird like i think there's different attachments that you need to make um yeah but that's that's my review on the, the q like made, it's pretty accurate but still
1: yeah have you ever got fit fit as a driver
2: yeah that's the one i have i got fitted for
1: yeah so the shaft makes the big biggest difference yeah like it feels like yeah. a completely different club yeah um, but I heard a lot of great things about the QI 10. Yeah. It's forgiving. Matt Kang chose that over some of the other brands. Oh, that really? He was testing out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at his level, I think yeah. he's at a level where it, those small details matter. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. just, it's funny, man. Like I think the max is the most forgiving. Um, if you're a higher handed like they suggest the LS. Yeah. Which I think is more, you could do more with it. Like the right. flexibility. So I I like I don't know if that's a fair um review because it's not my specs. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's almost like a stock drive to like, week. Yeah. Right? Like
1: Alright, so just give it give it to me then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sitting there. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm trying to love it really. <laughs> but it's funny you you're getting fitted in a, a couple weeks. Like that should be fun. You
1: know? Yeah, I should schedule that. Yeah. Um, I I'm playing the stealth two. Yeah. I I switched up the shaft too and honestly it, it works really well for me. Uh, it's funny because well, once I started using other drivers just to test it out, the sound almost like startles me mm. when I hit it. Yeah, yeah. If it's not the stealth phase.
2: Oh, interesting. Kind
1: of used to more of that dampened sound now. Right. Um, but yeah, the Cobra driver I went, when I when I hit it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that I felt really, good. yeah, and you could hear when you hit a good shot, so, yeah. Like, I had a few that felt really good.
2: Yeah. It it definitely helps the the mental game. Like, if you hear that and you're like, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. It gives you confidence for
0: sure. Yeah. Um. What was your other question? Oh, just any other new clubs that you guys are yeah, drops. Yeah, any new drops or I clubs? I mean, the, the Strict
1: Song clubs. You, yeah. We got first. How, this, how are the new?
0: First new set of irons in about seven years.
1: Yeah. What'd you have before? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was playing the Nike. I was playing the Nike Vapors. Uh, Cool clubs, like I still, I love those things, yeah. but graphite shafts, super light. I have a bit of a more aggressive <sighs> swing speed or swing style. Yeah. So I think the steel shafts have made like, a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But what with the uh, Mark II Sevens, I fucked up a little bit because about a week after I got them, they dropped the new blacked out, smoked out Sevens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which look like, beautiful. They look yeah. sick. Uh, but just had a dress, they feel amazing. My thing is with the driver, I'm still rocking the SimTube Dense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as we've, you know, as we talk to more brands, look at I them and we get to test out more lefty clubs, they're kind of hard to find sometimes. Yeah. But, like, that's why I've been having more conversations about like the QI 10 versus the dark speed versus like, I see. I know the Paradigm had a lot of good feedback originally. Um, hearing some good things about the 430 uh, 10K, the ping. Yeah. Um, so just debating on like what to try out next. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to Strixon. They they set us up. And know you got the Mark Five or the Mark Two Fives. Yeah. yeah. You're still on the fence about those, but the Sevens, yeah. honestly, like it. It's really it's added an extra 10, 10 or twelve yards per per club right now for you. And you've had them for like a month and a bit, a couple months. Yeah. Not even. Not even like yeah. kind of a month. Yeah. But I was lucky. I got to bring those out to uh, Scottsdale with us. Yeah. I got three rounds while we were out there, so, like, got a few good outdoor reps with those. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just more about getting that flow here at Pace and just putting some reps in with it. Yeah. Like, would you get,
2: like, could you go to, like, Modern, for example, and, like, get those, like, customly fit to?
0: That's been some of the feedback I've gotten that I think I need to do. I've never, so I've never done a fitting. Oh, wow. Ever for any club. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think it'd be a cool experience to take the heads from that now. Go find uh, maybe a touch lighter shaft. Because um, what do you have on it now? You They're can't... 120s, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and a couple of people have recommended maybe dropping those a little bit. Yeah. But my big thing is really, in with those, the heads are kind of heavy as well already. So a little lighter shaft might be okay. Yeah. But... Yeah, how do your clubs feel? Like yours?
1: I wish I did more research before we got it. <laughs> Asha was kind of just texting me. He's like, "Hey, what do you what do you want? What do you want?" <laughs> so I just did like a I did like a Google search, but like what's what's good? Like I I did like a quick review of the difference, right? But now that I see it in my hand, um, the head does feel a bit bulky. Neat. My yardages have gone up, but like almost not in a good way.
0: Now, they're juiced up a little they're bit. A
1: little bit juiced up. Yeah, and I feel like I have less control. So yeah, I'm still adjusting. I haven't really given it a f- fair shot yet. Yeah, yeah. But I might need to switch those over to, 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 to those. <laughs> yeah.
0: But we'll yeah, see, I, we can cut this out. But I think the main reason Jay <laughs> mentioned my clubs earlier was like I played the last two and a half years. Like him and I collectively have played like 120 rounds each, mm-hmm. and I was playing the last two and a half seasons with no nine iron, no six iron or broken six iron yeah. and a replacement of five iron, yeah. no pitching wedge. Oh my God. And so now to have a full bag from yeah. pitching wedge to four iron is a very big luxury. <laughs> yeah. So this morning I was actually taking reps with my pitching wedge because I haven't swung one in <laughs> two, almost three years. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. man. And, and it's such a crucial club. Oh, it's yeah. one of my favorites in the bag. Yeah, you don't realize how much you need it, and then how many times I was either like trying to imagine always letting up on a nine iron, <laughs> or choking up and letting up on a nine yeah. iron, or trying to really extend an approach shot. Yeah, like again, we're not the recipe. We're, we're the not professionals. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Well, pros have a full set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's not normal.
2: <laughs> I mean, is there yeah
1: anything any drops that you guys are looking forward to, like equipment wise? Other than, I mean, I guess we could talk about like the, the apparel side, but the Jordan Nines, oh yeah, are coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a big, big drop because honestly, the past I don't know year and a half, like they they ran with the Jordan Ones for a really long time. Yeah, and it was kind of it got stale pretty quickly. It wasn't it wasn't limited in any way. Some of the colorways that came out were just they were just not it. So the nines are coming out they dropped the nines back in 2016 uh, a couple of colorways and they started off with the Space gems which is like an iconic yeah silhouette let me check these out the nines so, one thing though I and they did it with the sixes is that they really try to push the the colorways a little too aggressively where they're trying to not use classic. Colorways,
0: yeah, which just feels like a missed opportunity. Missed opportunity, yeah.
1: Just go with the OGs, yeah.
0: Um, and I and I think that's why the Chicago's still stand out when you see the Jordan ones because that that was the silhouette and the colorway that everybody like like that's iconic, yeah. And transcends just being like a golf shoe, exactly. right? Like that's where it, tra- it goes into fashion and that 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 hype side of it, yeah, yeah. That my problem with honestly with most of the Jordan shoes other than the ones is i found them way too heavy. Like, I find them very bulky. Like, I love the four, like, just to rock on, uh, on an everyday, like, casually. Yeah, yeah. But I found them, like, when I was trying to rock the four on a course, that thing was just so heavy, and it feels, like, just bulky on my foot. Yeah. You guys don't... Do you guys, like... Do you guys play with Jordans typically, or, like, are you used to it, or you just don't care? Are these them? Uh, I think that's a different colorway. Oh. Uh, but or is that is the, the one? one?
1: That, yeah, that was the one that first came out um but the sole looks different so that that was like it's called the free sole so they have that on the tiger woods and so it was a good sole it was a little bulky but yeah uh, that doesn't look the new funny. ones that are coming out though it, it looks completely different
2: really yeah. yeah so
1: i'm curious to see how good it is yeah um but yeah going back to the like, wearing jordans i do wear it on occasion but it's not my go-to only because they're they're not that comfortable mm. uh but I did find that I had some really good rounds with them. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I just, it kind of helps with my stability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it's maybe, so funny. Yeah. Also, yeah, sometimes I don't dress in a way that would fit that pair. Titches and right? yeah. Like, I'd rather wear the J's when I'm wearing like a bunch of layers. Um, right. But if I'm wearing shorts and a, and a polo, like having it tucked in, it kind of yeah. looks a little funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's- Dude, it's so funny. So, are you are you a superstitious athlete? Would you say? Uh, not really. No. But if something works well for you, like you're gonna like ride with that.
1: Well, when it comes to footwear, if I if I feel <laughs> if I feel like I have a good round, I feel yeah. like the footwear does play a part in it.
0: Right. You know. No, for sure. I I agree with that hundred
2: percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you are you like? For example, I'll wear like a glove, and if I play well in it, I'm always wearing this glove. Oh, but if I if I don't play well with it, I'm
1: like, eh, maybe it's the glove, you know? Change it out. I do that with the ball sometimes. <laughs> Normally, a Pro V works best for me. <laughs>
0: but uh, are you? Not really. Like yeah. I have my preferences, like ball wise, whatever kicks wise. My thing is like the kicks for the day. So like having the right click. Like a soft a soft spike versus a real spike yeah. for for the different like environment that we're playing. Totally. Like I do find when we play nicer courses, I tend to wear my more professional golf shoes. Yeah. Like knowing that it, almost like I'm gonna go into a bit more of a challenge, so I need I need to have these. Um, <laughs> but it got me thinking as you guys were talking. Are there any kicks that you guys have that you like just will refuse to wear on course? Like that have been reserved for, like, the case. You know what I mean? Like for the. Yeah for the home case? Yeah,
1: I was just looking at what I have recently.
0: like um, golf shoes, yeah. Trying
1: to sell some <laughs> But no, I I'm and I'm glad I held on to some of these. Like the Jordan elevens. Yeah. Um I have the white and it's kinda like a gold brownish sole. Right. I, I'd never even thought about wearing those on a course. 'cause they're they're just pure white. Yeah. And uh and holding on to them now they're like going triple what it what I bought them for right uh I have like the cement fours um again a classic colorway yeah there's certain ones and and then some of the masters masters ones too right yeah they're tied to the course yeah there are some that I have broken in at a course and i
2: mean yeah.
1: they they they're all right yeah, they do yeah. That doesn't
2: like stand out to me i think it's all preference too like i i had the the ones, the all whites. Yeah. Uh, And like, it didn't fit me properly. Um, I found that it wasn't really waterproof, you know, and like it got in my head. I was like, man, it's really shoes. I'm done with these. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do like more of a a tighter fit. Yeah. You know, I do, I like the Kohans, the foot joys. Like, it's just, I feel more balanced, you know, and like really nothing's on my foot and it feels, it feels really good. But, and then like, I don't really have a lot of golf shoes, man. Like I, I think I owned maybe one pair like uh like Nikes that I bought at Winners. No, yeah. and then like <laughs> like I'm not really like a shoe collector like that. Even though like you know, the Jordans are very appealing, you know, and like I just love to get maybe the ones because they are iconic. Yeah. Um, but none that I have in the case, man.
0: No, yeah. um, you? Uh, I got one pair. I mean, now two, like the the TW Thirteens, the the Masters ones. I don't think I'll rock those on course. I'll probably keep yeah. those. Maybe one day if I meet Tiger, I'll get him to sign those. For me. <laughs> and then the other ones I've held on to, I haven't touched, are the 97s, the silver bullets. Uh, I love the 97 silhouette as a shoe in general. Yeah. like, But it's something like that's a heavy shoe that I actually don't see myself rocking those on course. Yeah. But like the silver, the bullets were like silver with red, uh, like a red line going through as one of the rows. Yeah. They just look they're pretty yeah classic colorway exactly yeah i heard they're mad uncomfortable mad uncomfortable like you just rocking them around the house i'm like (laughs) i can't wear these out there (laughs) yeah we'll get you some more shoes yeah
2: (laughs) you you got the tws i have the t-dubs for sure and and that's what's funny you know like i love tiger but i don't know if i would rock those to be honest on the course yeah i just don't know if that's my style my stees. you know like yeah. yeah, I think, real,
1: like the green, I, I don't love it. I yeah. know it seems like very blocky. Yeah. You know, if you hold on to those.
0: Yeah. Value yeah. yeah. You got to get some more kicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, honestly, it wasn't until like, like Jay and I connected that I started trying other brands too. Cause I was, I'm, I've always been a big proponent of Nike, as you guys know. <laughs> yeah. And like, and for the most part, like I was rocking the infinity pros and like, I, I really like those, yeah. like the wider cleats with golf heads having tried a bunch of the adidas kicks now like though i still love playing with those uh what are they called the zg 23s or whatever oh yeah the the like the blue and white ones that we got yeah they're they're just a really good performance shoe whereas like i tried echo for the first time i got those bio bio domes or whatever could not wear those for the life of me i felt like they were just bulky they felt like really heavy on my feet totally and so like Adidas, for example, I would have never tried those shoes. Ultra Boost. all of those, I find them super comfortable. Yeah. Um, the Sambas, I think it's just a matter of like getting exposed to some of these new brands. Yeah. I think this coming season, I've never tried a traditional golf shoe. Right. Like the, you know, the traditional silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think maybe I'll grab a pair of those this summer and try those out.
2: What, when it comes to a, a golf shoe, like what's number one on your list?
0: Oh, for me, it's comfort. Like I think Waterproof's another big thing because we play a lot, like, and we'll play in all yeah. seasons, all weather types. So I think the waterproof is big. But Some for calm. me, it's a, a, a comfort first, so like even before looks, anything else. I got to picture myself actually rocking these for eighteen holes. Yeah, for sure. And and you know, you're out there on your feet. Even if you're in a car, you're on your feet for four hours at a time. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, I, I leave comfort it for. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's only like two styles that I would wear. It's. um like more of the classic silhouette, like the G Four and Taylor Made, uh, oh, yeah. Gallivanters, I believe.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The, I really love that shoe because th- there's a lot of details that you don't see that make the shoe amazing. Like that the insoles has these like weird waves that just a- add mm. like this like almost massaging effect to the sole of your foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then I'll go, resort back to more of the running shoes like the Puma True. pair. Um, the Jordans, yeah. Um, but I I do like more spiked
0: shoes li- than
1: than the non spike. Right. I think non spikes is more for just casual rounds where I don't really care. Scrambles, scrambles, like, stuff yeah, like that. So true. You know, knowing that I'll probably go out afterwards, like I don't, have to, I just wear it to the chorus and leave with them.
2: Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like metal spikes. I haven't. No. no, I haven't either. I just I see it like on on TV. Yeah. You hear guys like walking. And it's like, you get yeah. the, like, like black.
1: I think like courses hate that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. The metal spikes
0: because yeah. it does damage to.
1: Yeah, you know, that's free aeration. Aerated
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. greens for free. Yeah, okay. would you mind taking a walk to the left? Yeah, the the worst.
2: <laughs> All right, boys. Well, we're sitting at fifty minutes. Yeah. I don't know how you guys yeah, we, feel. Yeah, you know, I mean, we
1: talked a, little, a lot yeah. of yeah. shit, but <laughs> it's pretty good. We could even split this up into two pods. because yeah. I do want to talk about like the the indoor facility yeah yeah i think yeah
2: that's a own episode man like i think you yeah. guys can really dive into that like the nitty-gritty of a year.
0: yeah yeah i also don't hate if because i thought we we did a good job of really focusing on golf related stuff today yeah I did. if this snaps snips out <clears throat> into like a 30 to 35 minute pod but it's like heavily concentrated around this like more targeted content yeah i think it's actually a pretty good listen like you gotta get in and out yeah it might just be like a quick rip full okay, okay. I better go be dead. All right. Happy family
2: day to everyone out there. Love y'all. Bye.